Hello and welcome. This is Kristen from KristenWombach.com and you are listening to Intentional Now Podcast. More people than ever are asking the question, how do we find ourselves on the resurrected side of Jesus? In this show, I discuss what's really on the other side of the torn veil, ascending into heaven, and how does our sonship fix the heart of creation? If you're like me, Jesus has redefined what you used to say yes to. Join me and my guests in a workshop discussion that proclaims, we're not nailed to the cross or dead in the grave, but fully alive and resurrected in Him. Let's do this. <laughs> Hello and welcome. Oh, thank you for being here. Oh, it is a Thursday afternoon in September, kind of a, a cloud cover here in Oregon in the Pacific Northwest. How has your week been? I know, it's just amazing how quickly every week just passes by and here we are halfway through September. Can you believe it? Ah, I am so honored that you have chosen to spend this time with me. My heart, your heart, I am just totally tuned in to listening what Holy Spirit is sharing with us today. Now, I'm going to highlight something I said in my little intro. It says, how does our sonship fix the heart of creation? Yes. I love that. I absolutely love that statement. Well, we're going to talk today directly about that. And that's what I am encountering. I'm sharing with you. And we're sitting in a place of being taught by the Lord, being taught by the Holy Spirit here. We're sharing to know and to encounter. So this episode today is directly directly talking about our sonship, and it's talking about fixing the heart of creation. And what is so interesting, um, and you, you'll see as I share with you today, I'm going to be a little bit more off script because I felt prompted that, that I was supposed to just share. And that's what I'm going to do today. So here we are. Can I start with a scripture? Because I'm bringing forth from last week, bringing forward about the encounter that I had in the dimension I called belief, right? So if you haven't listened to episode 75, it will help tremendously. I'm going to do my best to try to, to re-cue um, our thoughts and what we talked about. But in John 7... 37 and 38, when Jesus speaks of the waters gushing forth out of your innermost being, he says that you and I are a city, that you and I are a bride, and we 
are God's redeemed society because we are on the resurrected side of Jesus Christ. Amen. So we are God's redeemed society. So today's takeaways, we're going to walk through an activation together from the dimension of believe. And yes, you can do this. We're going to continue on with principles of engaging the tree of life. And you know, when your thoughts are in heaven, you are on the resurrected side of Christ. I'm going to share a couple of personal experiences that I have had in the area of the restoration of all things. And yes, I'm going to talk about my dog, Dash. And also, I'm going to share a testimony from a bi-location encounter that I have. And just to keep you in the flow, this is from Discovery Series, and this is number 22. So when I have Discovery Series written on there, we are talking out of the box. Amen? Okay. So if this is your first time listening, welcome. I just really appreciate that you're hungry for the things of God. So am I. Yes, that is how we got here. So we are sharing an ongoing journey, encountering heaven. We ask a whole bunch of questions and then we outwork those questions together. So I invite you, if you want to just catch up really quick, I invite you to read my book, The Unfinished Book, and that will totally jettison you quickly through my journey, my memoirs of how did I figure this out and how did I begin to see in the spirit? Oh my goodness, what a journey that is. Because I know a majority of you have walked the very similar path as myself. So I just invite you to pick up that book. You can get it at any of your local retailers online. And then also I've added the link the Drawing Heaven link in the descriptions below. And that is purpose to give you an anchor. I'm a visual person. I would assume that many of you are visual people we see in the spirit. And so I create those drawings first and foremost to help me hear and perceive from as many different perspectives as I can at what Jesus is sharing with me. So when I draw it, I draw it out so that I can continue to meditate and chew on it. I share it with you. And so we both can attach our imagination in today's activation from that picture. So I've added another, um, a number four to that picture. So you make sure that you hit that link below so that you can kind of get a visual about what I'm talking about. So I highlight from the beginning, and I share with you all the episodes that I've talked about it from the intersection of grace. So for me, this is a living place, a living place in heaven. And with this particular scripture taken from the mirror, I want to share with you what it feels like that we are framing up in our understanding. From Revelations 22 to the tree of life is the central theme throughout the city, right down the middle of the street, as well as on each side of the river. 
It produces 12 varieties of ripe fruit all year round, and the leaves of the tree are for the healing of the nations. That's you and me. We carry nations inside of us. So together we're experiencing this city as a redeemed society. And we're going in and through and we're sharing encounters and drawings from the intersection of grace. And Jesus is totally teaching us. He's teaching me and I'm literally sharing from the journals of my heart with you. Okay? So last Sunday, we had church, home church, my house, <laughs> and I shared the notes from episode 75 last week, how we're talking about sourcing our I amness in the tree of life. And what that did, it led to an activation, which here we are today. And I just really sensed from Holy Spirit that I was supposed to walk you through that same activation. Okay? So if you have pen and paper in hand, great. You have your little iPad so you can journal along. Fantastic. If you're driving in the car, hello. Hey, you can listen to this episode again and take notes later. Just relax your spirit, open your heart. Let's let the love of God touch and transform us. Amen. So I'm going to bring some information forward because this might be the first time that you have listened. And remember, I always tell you, I do not believe in coincidences, not at all. I believe that every one of us here on this particular call and episode is divinely purposed. <laughs> you can just feel the shift and the change on that divinely purposed. We have been invited from above. Mm -hmm. And so I honor that invitation. I honor you. I honor Holy Spirit. And here we go. So I'm going to re-describe how we got there and pull it forward today. So just open your heart, use your imagination, and let the Lord speak to your heart. Okay, so I described my continuing interpretations from the intersection of grace and the episodes to which I've discussed and unpacked this journey. They're all highlighted for you in Drawing Heaven. So over the course of weeks now, God has been showing me the corner I will call Believe. I focused my spirit. I began to perceive this corner. So, you know, it's a corner in the spirit. And then all of a sudden, it's like you step into it. And all of a sudden, a picture, a feeling, a thought, a scripture. It's like all of a sudden, this blank canvas begins to take form. Depending on, you know, our senses and how they're developed, you might be a feeler, you might be a seer, mm, touch, you might just perceive the touch of heaven. That all depends, but Jesus has taken this canvas and he creates something that my understanding can lay hold of. Mm -hmm. So over this time, as I focus at what my spirit is perceiving about this corner, I open my heart to hear and engage with heaven. 
So this particular corner was filled with an ocean of light, greens and blues, and they were stacked as fractals of light, fractals of dimensions inside. So smack dab in the center of the corner of this intersection of grace and my corner name Believe is growing this beautiful tree of life. Life, light, it's gorgeous. It's like it's plugged into um, the electrical source, right? I was going to say Grand Coulee Dam here. It's plugged in. It is plugged into God and that is where it gets its source and its energy. So it's just effervescent and illuminated. And that is the tree of life. And you know, the tree of life have, has roots that touch all over heaven. <laughs> you will find it popping up everywhere. Okay. So behind this tree, just imagine with me, we have this corner and, oh, it's kind of like Cecil B. DeMille's um, with, in the movie Moses. You know, when, when he split the oceans and there's just this wall of water. Mm -hmm. Well, that could kind of be my belief. Imagine this wall of water inside are all these fractals of ocean green and blue light. Yes. And then right in the corner before you step into this window of light is a tree, right? Right smack in front there's the tree. So behind the tree, when I look behind the tree, it appeared as theater doors. Even imagine like there was a marquee over the top and I walked in the first time and was it water-like? No, it's more like living air. So I held my spirit to remain inside the corner of Believe for several days. I'm going to give you some notes of where the Holy Spirit comes along and he attaches scriptures to me and to the encounters, I go, oh, is this is what I'm encountering, okay? So in Revelations 22, 14, it says, oh, the bliss and intense delight of those clothed in washed garments, having realized the authority of their redeemed innocence and identity. They have sourced their I amness in the tree of life, and this is their access through the gates into the city. Bingo. This is exactly what we are doing here. We have figured out, we've realized the authority of our redeemed innocence and identity. We've realized, hey, Jesus did it all. And we're clean as a whip, holy, holy and loving God. And his love just leads us. Amen. So we've sourced our I amness in the tree of life. And since we've sourced it, then we're learning. We're learning and we're soaking up everything that he has for us there. And it gives us an access. Imagine those theater doors as a gate in a city, right? Okay, so blessed are they that do his commandments, that they may have the right to the tree of life and may enter in through the gates into the city. Again, that is Revelations 22, 14. So I saw myself, I'm continuing on with this, 
from last week. I saw myself, here's the tree of life, here's this corner of ocean. <laughs> and I saw myself pick a leaf from the tree of life and I showed it to Jesus. I ask a whole bunch of questions. This is how I learn. And my senses perceive that it was similar to a ticket, right? Go figure here. It's just the way that Jesus is communicating. So I said, it's a ticket. Obviously, the doors look like theater doors. Put two and two together here. Oh, it's a ticket into the theater doors. So I asked, well, because a couple weeks before I didn't have the ticket and I was walking in and out and that's where I perceived it as an ocean. So I asked him, well, how did I go inside the believed dimension before? Before I had the encounter where I had the ticket. It's a great question, right? Do you know what his answer was? He says, you used my ticket. The leaf is your ticket. Huh. I went, okay. Your ticket versus my ticket. I'm listening, Lord. Again, I want to say, oh, the bliss of intense delight of those clothed in washed garments, having realized the authority of their redeemed innocence and identity, they have sourced their I amness in the tree of life. And this is their access through the gates into the city. Hmm. So we've resourced it, and Jesus has said, Yeah, you got a ticket. That's our resource, right? So he said, now I want you to step through the theater doors with your ticket in hand, right? So I have a perception of what this dimension that I describe as um, an ocean of light of blues and greens. Well, that was when I used Jesus's ticket. Huh. Now he wants to me to walk in and perceive it from my ticket. Oh, how interesting. So my ticket in hand, this is what I saw. All three doors were open. And if you can imagine an opening night of a play, and I was inside a lobby filled with people. Mm -hmm. Filled with people. And this is what I'm sensing from the Lord. When you use your ticket, when I use the Lord Jesus's ticket, I could see creation. Well, that just gave me a whole bunch of other questions. And when I used my ticket in the same dimension, I see the body of Christ, the redeemed society of mankind, the bride of Christ. Remember, we're sourcing our I amness in the tree of life. <laughs> so this is where we're picking off and we're picking up and we're continuing to leave our spirits in the dimension and asking Jesus a whole bunch of really good questions. Mm -hmm. So I jumped in today in Ephesians 3 and 4. Paul is talking. And remember, he's writing from, from prison here. And these just stuck out to me. I go, Oh, okay. Ephesians 3, 9 says, The mandate of my message is to make all men see. The unveiling 
of this eternal secret is to bring into public view an association that has always been hidden in God. Jesus Christ is the blueprint of creation. Ha ha! That's why Jesus says, take it. I perceive it as an ocean. It's the blueprint of creation. I love it when, you know, this one, this one, they add up and I get it. I just love it. So let me um, prepare that just a little bit in Ephesians 1, 4. And I'm going to say 3 and 4 here. We're talking about Jesus Christ as the blueprint of creation. Let's celebrate God. He lavished every blessing heaven has upon us in Christ. Mm -hmm. All of it. He associated us in Christ before the fall of the world. Before. Uh Uh-huh. Jesus is God's mind made up about us. He always knew in his love that he would present us again face to face before him in blameless innocence. Jesus Christ is the blueprint of creation. And that lives on the inside of you and I. Hmm. My goodness. So Ephesians 3 verse 10. Every invisible authority and government in the arena of the heavenlies were confronted with the display of God's genius. The ecclesia disperses the varied magnitude of God like a prism in human form. So when I use my ticket, my leaf ticket, into the dimension I call believe, it's a prism of people. It's the ecclesia. It's you and me. Ha (laughs) ha. I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay, so we're just doing all this groundwork work here to get us together so that we can hear more from him, right? And I'm going to share with you transparently my focus, my whys to my question, what possesses me just to keep digging and digging and digging and to know him. What is my focus? And I share my focus because it's our focus to know him. Creation holds more keys to our well-being than my current understanding knows. Mm-hmm. Creation holds more keys. And that is what we're being taught. I'm going, yep, it has more keys than my understanding currently knows. So I'm changing my understanding. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to share with you a couple of encounter testimonies so that I can bring together what I sense the Lord wants us to activate today as we step in. Well, we are stepped in. We are seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus right now, you and I, no matter what leg of the journey you are on it. Our spirit connects us in the oneness and the unity of Christ. (laughs) Yay.
Good stuff. So I have shared with you for a few months now um, about my dog Dash and about that she has a, 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 a reoccurring infection of staff. So I have been diligently um, seeking for her wholeness. Um, I'm not going to tell the whole story, but it has been quite a journey. And in that journey, God is teaching me about creation and its restoration. So my ears are open. So let me tell you a couple weeks ago, in the restoration of all things, God has called each one of us to um, particular mandates, assignments. I have had the wonderful opportunity to restore um, angels and beings and... <laughs> It's quite interesting. Um, continuing on. And so I'm going to talk. When God says the restoration of all things, that word all just keeps getting bigger. <laughs> okay. So last week, Dash was sitting on the counter of my um, uh, bathroom sink. Because uh, whenever I take her into room, she has to have a place like a bed or something so she's confined because it helps to keep her itching um, controlled. That's the best way that I know that I can describe it. So she's sitting on my bathroom counter. I'm probably getting ready in the morning. And it's amazing how clearly I hear from the Lord when I'm standing in front of my bathroom mirror. I know, I'm just a prophetic picture looking at it. <laughs> so I I took some of the, the things that I knew to do in the courts of heaven. And all of a sudden I go, well, yeah, how come I don't do that? So I grabbed the one edge of her, her leg, which is on her hip, where the original wound and the original infection began. And I held it in my hands. And I said to the bacteria, I said, I command that you tell me right now what right you have to remain. Huh. Well, it told me. <laughs> it usually tells you. Because remember, we're talking about sonship. Sonship influencing creation here. So I took care of the things. I actually got a, a marker out and started writing on my mirror. And there were, you know, things that I needed to repent of um, because they had, that's what legal right that the bacteria had to remain as a tormenting factor on my dog, Dash. So this is the part that's really interesting. So all of a sudden I did that and all of a sudden I found my spirit and I'm sure most of you have encountered the courts of heaven. And I found my spirit standing before the courts of heaven. And all of a sudden there is this bowl, this gorgeous bowl, uh, fairly large, but something I could hold in, in my arms. 
And it's this bowl of bacteria standing in the courts of heaven. There's God behind the bench and Jesus is over here as a mediator. I went, okay. <laughs> and I look at Jesus and I, with the question on my face, uh, and what do you want me to do? And he clearly said, I want you to restore the bacteria. Hmm. Right there, I humbly learned so much. He said, I want you to restore the bacteria. Huh. Well, sometimes you go in, how do you do that? <laughs> right? That's a really question. And how do you do that? We do that by who we are. So it was interesting. Um, I, I'm shortening this this story. I have it all in my journal notes, and and in the process, the, I saw the bacteria, in it and it it started to climb up my arm and my body, and and it was just really amazing. And I completed that particular court case to the restoration of that bowl of bacteria. Remember, we are in the dimension of belief. <laughs> I know, I know. Like a child, I come to him, I ask questions later. <laughs> so the bell of bacteria is restored. And it's very interesting. It's very interesting. So what I had been doing since that time, um, in me, oh, I forgot to tell you. Um, I told you we were off script here. So... When I completed that particular court case, that assignment, immediately there was a healing in my own body. Yes, my ears are listening. So since that time, I have been literally in the spirit taking my hand and dipping into that bacteria that's restored. Now, let me make a little bit more sense of it. And you're going, why are you the bacteria in DASH and how this works? So in amongst this, in my learning, I Googled the um, bacteria and the staph infection. You know, I've been spending a lot of time researching to, uh, to help me to help me heal my dog. And I realized <laughs> that bacteria, so on the skin, we have natural flora, natural bacteria that lives on our skin, whether you're human or whether you're a mankind. I mean, not, there's humankind and then there's my dog or animals. But we have natural flora that lives on our skin. So what I um, retrieved from this encounter is bacteria, as part of creation, has every legal right to live on our skin. God created them as a natural flora to live on our skin. They have been, uh, what's the word I want to use? Manipulated. 
Mm-hmm. And obviously change. The bacteria um, also, part of creation, went through the fall. And then we as human beings have been manipulating um, bacteria pharmaceutically wise for centuries. You get the picture here. So I realized that that bacteria actually had a right in how it was created by God to live there. And I have been doing everything that I know to do to kill it and remove it from the skin. (laughs) Instead of restoring it to its original design, and that is for it to live as purposed and healthy and wholeness on the skin. Did you get the picture there? I know it's like, oh my goodness. Total different, different perspective. So since that time, I have been continuing to dip my hand in the spirit into this restored bacteria and actually rubbing it on Dash and her open wounds have healed. She has no open wounds currently. And so I'm seeing progress. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. I'm seeing progress. Let me continue on here. I I know you're feeling a little stretched. Just hold tight with me. Because all of heaven is living and it's alive. (laughs) All right. So this past week, um, I've shared with you about trans relocation. I'm sorry, I didn't pull that episode number for you to go back and listen. I will do that and I'll stick that in my notations here. Episode on trans relocation. Okay. I just wrote myself a note to put into um, the notes so that you can go back and listen. So this last week, I was bilocated, and meaning, so my spirit is here, my body, my understanding is here, but I'm fully awake, and my spirit goes, and my body is presented um, somewhere else and I am seen and can talk and they see me in wholeness. <laughs> Go ask Jesus. Um, and so I bilocated, but what was interesting, um, I'm trying to make it a little bit shorter. Um, maybe I won't. Okay. I'm going to talk more freely here. And so Jesus took my hand and we were walking And, you know, I went down the country road and I went through these um, housing developments and I came across this housing development and it had a little village cemetery before you went into the subdivision. And then, you know, he took my hand. It's amazing how much your spirit grasps. And it's kind of like, oh, street number five is called envelope, turn down the street and it's the the fifth house on the left. Okay, well, again, like a child, you just believe and you go. You believe that you are there. 
And so I went there and there was this man. His name is Sam and he was fixing his car and Jesus was standing there with me. He could only see me. And I asked him if his wife was home and did she need healing in her body? Well, you know, if somebody walked up to your your door and said that to you, you might go, huh, okay. <laughs> so anyhow, I just kind of looked at Jesus over my shoulder. Then all of a sudden, a word of knowledge, I knew her name. I said, is your wife, is Sandra at home? And does she need healing in her body? Well, at that point in time, the man obviously had been praying and talking to the Lord. He recognized the Lord in me and he says, come this way. She's sitting in the backyard. So he takes me and she's sitting at the back door of her house. And when I saw her, she was, um, she had like this crustacean, her, this skin issue all over her face, and it was causing her a measure of blindness. And it went down her arm and over her hands. And the best of my knowledge was kind of like a leprosy. Well, I went, okay. And there she was, and he introduced to me. And then my spirit looks over my shoulder, and Jesus is standing on the street, and just kind of like, help, what do you want me to do? Well, this is the strangest. The things in the spirit sometimes are so strange. That's why your childlike heart needs to come front and center. Believe first, ask questions later. So all of a sudden, Jesus reaches over into the mailbox, grabs out a letter, opens it up, and the flap on the letter, he licked it. You know where the, the strip of glue is on the edge of the envelope? He licked it. He took that edge of the envelope and he rubbed it on his arm. Okay. Before my logic thinks here, I went, okay. So my spirit is here at my desk and my spirit and body is also there with Sam and Sandra. So I Googled quickly, you know, well, what is it made out of? What is the glue on an envelope made of? Well, it's made from what's called an acacia gum. So then all of a sudden I asked the question, I go, huh, can people be allergic to acacia gum? Hmm. Well, here comes my word of knowledge and faith right back at me. So all of a sudden it comes up, what are all of the effects of being allergic to acacia gums? And it they are just like Sandra, who's sitting there totally covered in this skin crust and her eyes being affected. There it is right there. My faith just skyrocketed. So again, I look at Jesus and I said, what do you want me to do? And he looks at me and he goes, I want you to dip your hand in that bowl of restored bacteria in the spirit. And I want you to rub it all over her. Well, I did just that. In the spirit, my hand in heaven and my body in somewhere in the world ministering to this couple and to this woman who'd been tormented for a very long time by a spirit of infirmity. 
And so, you know, I explained and told them what I was doing. And I just started rubbing on her hand and her arm very gently. And then I asked for her permission if I could rub, put it on her face like this invisible lotion. And as soon as I started to touch her, the allergic infection began to disappear from her arm and her hand. And when I touched her face, her eyes completely opened up. And it was amazing. And then all of a sudden, my spirit and my body were taken away. That happens most of the time in those kind of things. It's just Jesus. It's Jesus in me. And I'm so thankful to be able to get to go along for that party. Isn't that amazing? So I bring that to you now, that there are some threads that I want to talk about here today in our activation. And remember in the corner of this intersection of grace we call believe. And Jesus is the author of creation. And here now creation is responding. And I need creation to respond. And so he's taking me places and building up my faith, which in turn helps me with the things that are on my heart and home. <laughs> and it's good. I'm, I can feel Holy Spirit's present. Presence. Present, presence. Yes, yes, yes. And it's good. Ooh, <laughs> I told you I was off script. So many of the outworkings of heaven are directly linked with our own breakthrough. And so today, when I sense from Holy Spirit, he goes, I want you to go right back in and their tickets from the leaf from the tree of life and lead them through in, in an activation to engage heaven and see what the, the difference is. Okay, so I'm going to lead you in that, but I'm going to also set that bowl of restored bacteria there for it's it's sitting it's sitting inside the dimension of belief and if you need a touch in your body in that particular area um where bacteria has just changed your health your measure of health cuz bacteria is just gone awry right I, so many things um, I just invite you just to dip your hand in that restored bacteria and put it on your body. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's no different. We're seated in heavenly places. Amen. In Christ Jesus, right? So God always knew that his love would bring us present again, face to face before him in innocence in innocence and that's who we are in innocence okay <laughs> i know you've been stretched today and i just got to be brave and to share these things with you but 
That is who we are. That is who we are in our sonship to restore. Let me get back to my quote here in the beginning. Ooh, 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 where'd I find it here? Yeah. How does our sonship fix the heart of creation? (laughs) I know. Well, that's a question here. And we're learning how our sonship fixes the heart of creation. And we've got to talk about it. And that's what I'm doing here today. I'm talking about it and I'm sharing it with it because the heart of creation is groaning for the sons and daughters of God to get it together and start fixing things. Amen. So let me lead you into that activation. Uh, my heart is just so tender right now. <laughs> ah. So I want you, I invite you, I invite you um, to actually pull a leaf from the tree of life by faith. We're in the spirit and pull a leaf. That is your ticket from the tree of life. So And then you have a ticket, which is Jesus Christ in you. How do I describe Jesus's ticket? That's the one that I stepped through and perceived the ocean in that dimension, that ocean of light, because he is the blueprint of creation. He's the blueprint of creation. So first in your activation, let me, let me lead you here. I'm adding some notes here. So first we're going to step in and we're going to use Jesus's ticket. We are clothed in his righteousness, in his glory, and in the blood and his sacrifice from the cross. Right? That's who we are. That's what he did for us. We're clothed in it. Now, I want you to imagine, and if it helps your imagination, just stand up and find a a door threshold somewhere and literally step through the door threshold. That's what we did on Sunday. We were sitting outside under the pergola, and I invited everybody just to find a little access point that they could do this. And what I invited them to do is the same thing that I did is I stepped using Jesus's ticket and I stepped forward one step, just like you do when you step into heaven or beyond the veil, and then take a moment to proceed, not perceive, oh, Yes, perceive. There we go. Perceive what you stepped into. Okay? So let me lead you in that one. Holy Spirit, thank you (laughs) that we are one body, one Christ, one baptism, one faith, and one in the Spirit, and we are the ecclesia. So we are just right next to each other, seated in heavenly places, and you are leading us and touching us and teaching us. So I invite you with Jesus's ticket of who he is to step into and through that threshold and feel and listen 
And I've described many times before, like a pinging, what does your spirit tell you about your environment or the atmosphere? Just feel it for a minute. Feel his love and his affection for you. <laughs> okay. Now I want you to step back out. Mm -hmm. And if you want to take a moment, pause the episode so that you can write down your notes. I encourage you to do that. You always want to write down your notes. I'm an avid journaler here. <laughs> All right. Now what I want you to do is that leaf, that ticket that Jesus calls yours, right? Let me go back and grab that scripture again. He calls it your ticket. He calls it where to go. Ah. Oh, the bliss and intense delight of those clothed in washed garments, having realized the authority of their redeemed innocence and identity. They have sourced their I amness in the tree of life, and this is their access through the gates in the city. That is your ticket. Okay, you have your leaf in your hand, and it's yours. And then I invite you again to go to the same threshold that you step through into another dimension. I'm going to say into the dimension of belief because you have a perception of the dimension of Jesus the first time you step through. <laughs> now I want you to step through again with your ticket and then begin to perceive. And then I'll remind you again that there is a bowl of restored bacteria in that dimension that you are at liberty to scoop your hand in and however that Jesus wants you to use that lotion. <laughs> I'm going to call it a bacteria lotion, right? All right, here we go. So Holy Spirit, we take our ticket of our I amness that we've resourced from the tree of life and we step through into the dimension and we take a moment to perceive to listen to behold and to wonder mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm still here. I'm just being quiet Why Holy Spirit is leading you. Okay. Remember, you can always press the pause. <laughs> now I invite you to step out, write down what you encounter, what you perceive, write with a crayon of your childlike faith, <laughs> and notice the difference. 
What was the difference? What did he say to you when you stepped in the blueprint of creation and then you stepped in on your ticket? What did you see or what did you perceive? Remember, my perception was creation. When I stepped in with my ticket, my perception was the bride of Christ. It was filled. The theater was filled with people, friendly people. And I was talking to them. Could be just like you and me right now. And I was talking to them. And we share (laughs) We share as sons fixing the heart of creation. Mm -hmm. And that's what we did today. And that's what we talked about. And that's what we engaged. Fixing the heart of creation. Mm -hmm. Oh, I know. There's so much. Go listen to it again. Ah, Thank you, God. Thank you. Listener family, thank you for being here with me today. You've been stretched. I've been stretched. (laughs) But this stuff is changing us. Oh, yes. And I would really love to hear your comments and your questions and how Holy Spirit touched you. And if you received a special touch from that bowl of restored bacteria, just... Please let me know because I keep track of all those things. It's like we keep this testimony of faith and it opens the door. Every time we talk about God's goodness, it means it's open for everybody who's listening. That door is open when we talk about miracles, when we talk about the wonder and the awe. You know, God is omnipresent. And so should his children be. (laughs) Thank you. I'd love to hear your testimony and your comments. I trust that this has blessed you and changed you and healed many of you. You are so loved. We are so loved in the beloved. Amen. Wow, okay. (laughs) Sometimes it's just such a wonderful spirit just to hang in him, in the peace, in the reign of his peace in heavenly places. Amen. Thank you for spending today with me. I'm going to remember to put those links, those episode links in the, the description links for you. You have an absolutely wonderful, blessed day. And I will share with you again next week. And there'll always be more to the story. There's always more in our sonship. There's more of his love and adoration for his kids. And I want to experience it It all. And you want to experience it all. I love you. Thank thank you for spending this time with me. I'll talk to you next week. Okay? Bye now.